From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop? It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you're not alone. You may not know it, but support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through the friendly people at Church's Care. At Church's Care, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Church's Care helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's churchescare.com. C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com. We look forward to serving you. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic Kahara Mitchell went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dagaronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Carrie, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com.
Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll free 800 610 7035. My email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And you can listen to the Exxon 724365 at www.exxonradiotv.com. Peter Kling is my guest this hour. He's considered as the Einstein of the Bible prophecy. He started in education in the scriptures before the age of five. Now, using both science and scripture, Peter has decoded the exopolitical message contained in the scriptures, a message which religion has kept hidden. Now, Peter says, we, the people of this world, know we have been lied to by government and religion. We have been reduced to little more than slaves controlled by the rich and powerful. Conspiracy theories regarding the command of power and world domination are abundant, but few are accurate or can even answer the simple question of why this is all happening. Letters to Earth, his book, explains where we come from, why we are here, and what our future is going to be. Peter's website is www.peterkling.com. And Peter, always great having you here in the Exxon. Welcome back, my friend. My pleasure, Rob. My pleasure. Uh, Peter, uh, you and I were talking briefly before we went on air, and you were saying that this is the year that the New World Order comes into effect. Absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody's asleep with the switch on this. You know... We've been kind of brainwashed to expect a violent change, a military occupation, uh, martial law, mm-hmm. this is the end of freedom. Why does the prophecy in the Bible say whenever the nations are declaring peace and security, then the end will be upon them, instantly upon them as the pangs of distress of a pregnant woman? Who can say peace and security now? Who can say peace and security, especially since 9-11? Yeah. All we've got is terrorism and fear. There's no Pe- peace and security. Peter, is, we, it po- we, is it possible that we're too politically correct? Oh, without a doubt, we're too politically correct. But then again, if you're political anything, you're probably incorrect. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know, that's, that's where it comes down to. One of, the, one of the things that I was told, even from my earliest teaching, was stay away from religion and politics. Never get involved in religion and politics. Yet, I was being taught the Bible. Why was I being taught the Bible and being told to stay away from religion? Uh, You see, here's the thing. The Bible is never taught in religion. Even people who think that they know the Bible excellently don't have a clue. Hmm. And here's why, Rob. We couldn't understand the scriptures until the, the latter part of the 20th century. And I say that with all confidence, because it depend- one of the key things that we need to understand within the scriptures themselves is the science behind it. And we didn't have the science to understand it. And this is the science that we didn't have to understand. And this is what, we can doc- what I can document. 
You see, when you go to Genesis, the second chapter, the 21st through the 23rd verses, it says, God says, it's not good that the man lives alone. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to create a helper for him. Now, what does it say? It says he causes a sleep to come over the man. He opens up his flesh. He removes a rib, a tissue sample. He closes the flesh, and he proceeds to make the, build the rib into a woman. And he brings the woman before the man. The man says, at last. This is flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. And yes, folks, this is the first documented evidence of Eve being Adam's clone. Right. Genetic engineering right in Genesis. Why doesn't religion tell you that? You would think that they would know it. They're the experts. Well, they're supposed to be the experts. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. They're supposed to be the experts. But now, wait a minute. If it starts off with genetic engineering, and we mm-hmm. didn't know that, that we could genetically, we didn't discover the DNA until 1955. Yep. We didn't realize that we can manipulate it until the mid-60s. And it wasn't until 1969, I believe, that they had their first convention on genetic engineering where they tried to set up guidelines and laws so they didn't start playing God. None were set up. There are, there's not one single law that I am aware of, and there might be one country, I forget which country it is, that actually banned genetic engineering. Outside of that, every other country is open up to genetic engineering, so you can genetically engineer whatever you want, even a pig whose nose glows in the dark. (laughs) Maybe we should genetically engineer some worthwhile politicians. (laughs) Isn't that an oxymoron, worthwhile and politician? (laughs) It is. I'm glad you caught that, my friend. Peter, stand by. We've got to take our first break. Exonation, Peter Kling is our very special guest this hour. Peter is the author of Letters to Earth. Is Armageddon really coming? His website is www.peterkling.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this short two-minute commercial break as the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, the Exxon is available 724-365 at www.exxonradiotv.com. And speaking about TV... If you'd like to see six of the first 13 episodes from Season 1 of the X-Zone Show, XZoneTV.com. We'll be back. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. 
If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Welcome back, everyone. Peter Kling is my guest this hour, www.peterkling.com. It seems, Peter, that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. And, uh, you know, like when we look at what we were talking about earlier, the genetic engineering and why this information has been coming forth with, it opens up a door to many possibilities. The biggest door it opens is, are the governments of the world lying to us? Is the church using its religious power and control on people to, to conspire with the governments of the world to lie against us or lie with us or lie to us? And if so, why? Why all the lies? Why all the deceit? Yeah, it, it started that way from the beginning, didn't it? It started with a lie back in the Garden of Eden. Now, a lot of people, I get more flags, like, oh, the Bible's been changed, the Bible's been this, the Bible's been that. Wait a minute. If it's been changed so much, how did I figure all this stuff out? You see, the, the biggest change that's happened to the Bible is that King James took God's name out. The name Yahuwah or Yahweh or Jehovah mm -hmm. was removed over 7,000 times. So there's the first lie. Actually, the second lie. The first lie was that the fruit isn't going to kill you. But let's take a look at this. <laughs> Seriously. 
let's take a look at this. What actually happened? I don't care whether you whether you think that the fruit was real or whether yeah. it was just some hyperbole story. Metaphoric. Yeah, but let's take a look at what happened. You see, when it, when we go back to the creation account here, where Eve was genetically engineered, uh -huh. she they were naked and they were good with it. It says that they were naked. Now they ate this fruit, and the first thing that they realized was, "Whoa, we're naked," and they weren't good with it. What happened? They covered themselves. Then they heard the word of God. They heard the God, the voice of God, and they became afraid, and they went and they hid. Now what happened? Something happened here. They had a state change. They were experiencing fear. They were. They took flight. There's only one place in our whole entire brain where the fear and the fight and flight responses, that is in the beta speed of the brain, the beta operating speed where our brain operates above 12 cycles per second. That's a fact. Scientific fact. Mm -hmm. So what happened? The earth was being beta tested. The start of the beta test happened. And so now the worst thing that could possibly have is you gave a free will life form uh, the beta experience of fight or flight. And what happens? <laughs> well, you go one generation into it and Cain kills Abel and there's your first fight and die. Right, the first, uh, the first homicide, the first recorded homicide. Yeah, so, and he had perfectly free will of doing that. Yeah. But you had to do that in beta. It would have been impossible to carry out that act in alpha. Why? Because in alpha we're prone to love. We meditate, we pray, we make love, we relax when we, we are in alpha. It's in the beta state of the mind that we commit war, kill, mm -hmm. rape, pillage, and burn. Remove the beta and this, everything would, the dynamics of this earth would change instantly. Oh. But what's the whole system geared toward? Terrorism. So you, can, so you can be afraid all the time. And that started in 2001. So it's all geared toward keeping us in this beta state of mind, never letting us get a minute to catch our breath, mm -hmm. sit back, relax go into alpha, and then start doing strategic planning on how we're going to get our butts out of a sling. But let me ask you this, Peter. I'm, I'm sure this is a very simple question for you to answer. Who did this to us way back when? Who created Adam and Eve? Who is responsible for beta testing us? Was it who the, God? Who were the genetic engineers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you see, that's what you have to wonder. Now, here's the thing. Yet, when you start to identify these the, the players here, mm -hmm. uh, the Bible, unfortunately, is limited in what it gives you to know. It, it, it's limited information written by people who had no technology as we do today. Exactly. So you have to decode this stuff. You know, what was described in in Genesis two twenty one through twenty three is genetic engineering, but they described the whole operation as it was happening. Mm -hmm. So now you got to look at it differently. So who were the genetic engineers and who was God? Let's take a look at who is God first. Okay. That's, that's the important question. If you look, if you go, let's make it as simple as possible. Mm -hmm. Because the most simple the answer, the, the more accurate it is. We know one of the first laws of physics is that you can neither create nor destroy energy. Right. Okay. You go to Revelation and, it, and Yahweh in his own words says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Before me, there was nothing, and after me, there will be nothing. Now, wait a minute. If you can't destroy energy, you can only transform it. How could there possibly be nothing? Unless the only thing that was there 
was pure dynamic energy. Energy in its most pure form or state, what string theory calls the zero dimension, the dimension which all other ten dimensions come from, a dimension of pure, dynamic, intelligent, conscious energy that all of a sudden, one day, so to speak, came up with a fantastic concept, the concept of love. Wow! It works on so many different levels. You can love your car, you can love your dog, you can love your kids, you can love your house, you can love your parents, you can love your family, you can love that significant other in a way no one else can. Mm -hmm. The more you get, the better you feel. The more you give, the better you feel. Wow! Is that why it says in First John 4, 8, God is love? Yeah. Now you see, then you get all the, the, other, the other dimensions. We live in a 10-dimensional plus multiverse. String theory says it's at least 10 dimensions. Uh, super string theory says it goes on forever. It's infinite. There could be an infinite number of dimensions. Let's stick with the 10 because that's what we need to exist. Sure. We live in 8, 9, and 10 dimensions. There is no ascending to, five, to, to the 5th dimension. The 5th dimension is going the other, other way. All the other dimensions are mathematically smaller than the 3 physical dimensions that we live in. Now when you break this down to the atomic level, in an atom, there is one part of solid for four trillion parts of empty space. Talk about size doesn't matter. Take out the space, we would barely exist. You took out the space, if you took all the, all the space out of the sun right. and brought it down to, eliminated that, it would be the size of the BB and still be as powerful as what it is. Think about that. So who, so, so who is God? Well, you see, God is the zero dimension. God is the life force across all other dimensions. God is what puts the God particle into the atom. It is the stirring and the springing of life. Mm -hmm. The rest of the ten dimensions are the female inside of God. It's just like, you know, the sperm fertilizes the ovum, the ovum becomes the child, the mother carries the child. Right. We are the children within mother, on Mother Earth, which is part of a physical universe, which was given the spark of life by the Creator. So now everybody else is an interdimensional or they're physical, one or the other. They either live in the other dimensions, mm -hmm. there's seven of them, or they live in our three dimensions. That's pretty much it. You have so, to live in one or the other. So is, is the Bible story about creation right? Or It's, 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 it's very accurate. It's extremely accurate. You get to the, it's interesting, you get to the Cambrian period and all of mm -hmm. a sudden there's an explosion of life on earth. And this is, a, I forget the exact verse in Genesis, somewhere around verse 18, I think it is, where God says, let the seas put forth swarms and let the birds let, fill the heavens and then let, let green grasses put forth and let animals roam the ground. Well, life started in the oceans during the Cambrian period. And it was during the Cambrian period there was more genetic information on this planet than ever existed since. There has only been extinction-level events. Think about that. There have only been extinction-level events since the Cambrian period. All right, let me ask you this. Who was the recorder of all these events going back to Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, if we are talking about a new life form that was created, and how could they have the ability to talk? How could they have the ability to write? How could they have recorded all of this miraculous information? Oh, we weren't built stupid. 
you know, we had some sort of cognizance to us. We're intelligent, and chances are, if we were made perfectly mm -hmm. in God's image, when you look at Genesis 2, and here's where, you know, religion comes in and they screw up everything. You read Genesis 1, it's an overall view of what happened up until the creation of, of man and woman. Then you read Genesis 2 and it goes more in depth. And, and the, the honest Bible scholars will support this. And it talks about the creation of man being made out of the elements of the ground, out of the dust of the ground. And God, or Yahweh, blows the spirit of, of breath into his nostrils and makes him alive. See, we're really... a we are conscious beings in a physical body, and we're never taught how to use our consciousness. And yet, when you look at how our brains operate, mm -hmm. we spend eight hours, most of us spend eight hours a day in what we call a subconscious state. But our consciousness is broken up into four areas, beta, alpha, theta, and delta. Now, once you go into the theta and delta levels, the laws of the third dimension no longer exist. We can send our consciousness anywhere, forward or backward, anywhere across the cosmos. Now, as people say, oh, that's impossible. No, it's not. Just use your imagination. Think about it. How do you, you, you have you ever known something before it was it had happened? Have you ever said, I wish I would have listened to myself or well, sure. I knew that was going to happen? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still waiting for me to tell me the winning the lottery numbers. Yeah, I'm doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> I knew those numbers. Why didn't I think of them before? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, how did we know it? Yeah. Because our consciousness traveled forward into time. This is this at nine years old. Now think think about this. I had already had four or five years of Bible knowledge. I already knew the, the full uh, story of the Bible from Genesis mm -hmm. to Revelation. And at nine years old, I had a dream which actually came true uh, about two weeks, well, ten days to two weeks later. The exact thing that I had dreamt about happened in real life. It scared the crap out of this little nine-year-old kid. I ran home and told my mom. I remember running up the stairs, running in the house. <laughs> mom, mom's washing dishes. I said, Ma, 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 I had a dream that came true. She said, Oh, that's nice, honey. It's time for you to go to bed now. I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> I got sent to bed. So, so that cut off like the spiritual part of learning mm -hmm. how that was possible, and I turned to science. I it caused it caused a paradox in my life. I remember the next day sitting down talking to my little friends about my dream and and how did it happen? How was that possible? So I spent the, most of my life trying to figure out how we were able to touch the future. Well, let's talk about that when we come back from this commercial break with the news. ExoNation, Peter Kling is our very special guest. It's always great having Peter with us. His website is www.peterkling.com. That's P-E-T-E-R-K-L-I-N-G.com. And Peter and I will be back on the other side of this news break. As we continue here in the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology, a place that I call the X-Zone, www.xzoneradiotv.com. And if you'd like to see the first six episodes of season one of the X-Zone TV show, xzonetv.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV Show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV Show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, 
alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Welcome back, everyone. Peter Kling is my special guest. His website is www.peterkling.com. All right, Peter. So why all the why all the different stories? Why all the different religions? If in fact we are all from the same Creator? Confusion. You know, there are third. According to the what is the New World Christian Encyclopedia, there are thirty-eight. Actually, over 38,000 different flavors of Christendom. Wow. Yeah. 
That's just one religious group. Over 38,000 different beliefs. They can't agree on anything. Why? Because what they believe is based in Mithra worship. It's based in pagan belief. All of the pagan holidays were given Christian names. And they said, here, believe this stuff. Okay, we don't have yeah. to read the Bible. Well, yeah, the church made it illegal. If you were found with a Bible up until the 15, 1500s, they'd burn you at the stake. They didn't want you to know what was in there. You might figure it out. Oddly enough, or interestingly enough, my, my ancestors on my father's side were part of the Reformation. They, they wound up fleeing hmm. France during the Holy Wars because they were getting killed. So, Peter, is it safe to say that the first New World Order that was ever implemented here on this planet was actually the church, religious philosophy? You can track all religion and government mm -hmm. back to Samaria, the cradle of civilization, and back to the teachings of the Anunnaki, those from whom he from where heaven came. Mm -hmm. It was Anun the Anunnaki here. This this race of extraterrestrials come to Earth and give us religion and government as control factors for an upper elite class to rule the masses. And every religion on the face of the planet today can trace its origins right back to ancient Samaria, to this one point in time. Now it's interesting, the scriptures say very little on this. It says the, the, the first king of, of Samaria was Nimrod. Mm -hmm. All the Bible says is that Nimrod was a mighty hunter in opposition to Yahweh. Eh, end of story. <sighs> and then it talks about the Tower of Babel, where everybody was one language. Well, you have to go into the secular history and, and, and research this, but this is where all of religion starts, right with the Anunnaki, extraterrestrials. How do we know that this is true and just not another made-up story to try and make sense of what those without the, the ability to, to do science, to do research, to understand the sciences as we do today, that they just didn't write this stuff down? to try and make sense of a world they were trying to understand but couldn't? That's a good question, Rob. And to answer that, I'll go back to one of the opening arguments that I made, and that is that we couldn't understand the scriptures until we first understood genetic engineering. Mm. The fact is that we really couldn't understand the scriptures until we, found, until we understood genetic engineering, uh, metaphysics, uh, string theory, M theory, super string theory, uh, fractal technology, torsion field physics, and also a good class in, uh, boy, I just, just went brain dead here for a second, uh, quantum physics, mm -hmm. all help to understand what's written in the scriptures. It, it, once you understand those sciences, starting to take apart what's written in the scriptures all starts to make sense. And when you understand the prophecy, now here's where kind of like the rubber meets the road, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Let's take a look at the world events that we've seen in the last 15 years. Okay. You go to Matthew, the 24th chapter, and here's the generic stuff. Jesus said, oh, you're going to hear wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be food sh mm -hmm. shortages and famine. There's going to be earthquakes in one place after another. And people say, we've had those things since the recording of time. Yeah. Yeah. Except in 1998, Earthquakes of a magnitude of uh, five and above jumped 500% in one year. They've been at an elevated point since that, and it's 500% over the previous hundred years of record keeping. Well, sure, but has anybody ever made the correlation that 
the very records that you're talking about coincide with the amount of oil that we're taking out of the earth. Mm, you think there might be a direct correlation? With I that, Rob? know there is. And how about how about the correlation between earthquakes and harp? Exactly. Harp was responsible for the Fukushima event. But didn't they close harp down? Oh, that's what they say. I think they just went to off-planet technology. You know, harp was originally run by the Navy. Yeah. And then it was given to the Air Force. Now DARPA has it. So if the Air Force, I understand DARPA owns it. Mm-hmm. So why did it go through the hands of? two different branches and now the research branch money each each per you know it's a hot potato hand it off everybody learned what they wanted you, you get to. it to a certain level that's yeah. where your budget ends then you pass it off to the next guy sharing the information both sides yeah but now now you got to go let's go back and, and look at something okay let's look at the alien connection with the military industrial complex something that's been extremely top secret that People don't even, most people don't even know exists, but yeah. little by little, we're getting knowledge that there were actual documents and, and treaties drawn up between presidents of the United States and off-planet entities. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We've, we've heard the stories about the MJ-12. We've also heard both sides that, you know, the MJ-12s were hoaxes and the, by, by a film producer, and then the other side where they, they're legitimate. Um if if we have been doing reverse engineering, why are we still using the technology that limit us to our space travel? If we have the, the technology that has been reverse engineered from the the crashes over the years and and with these these treaties with the extraterrestrials. Fourth of July. Happen? Pardon? Fourth of July. Fourth of July. What's that? Yeah, Fourth of July. You see that exactly. What's that? It's the day that all the fireworks go off in America, and everybody celebrates independence. Yeah. It's the it's it's one big light show. It's a distraction. Oh look, we're doing this. Why do we never go back to the moon? Did we ever make it there to begin with? Raises some questions. You know, you got people that could argue both sides. Yeah, sure. NASA never a straight answer. Uh, is the window dressing? of a showboating space program that was developed by whom? Nazi engineer Warner von Braun, who happened to say that the last card they would play would be the alien card. Why did he say that? Now, more and more it seems that we've got confirmation of alien forces controlling uh, the people of the world. Wait wait a sec, wait a sec. What confirmation? Well... Let me let me continue. Okay. More and more people are coming out with, with different. Uh, I'll I'll give you besides the people, the whistleblowers from the military complex, mm-hmm. a place that I never thought that would have come uh, information would have come from, Karen Yudas, uh, a lawyer for the World Bank, started talking about Homo Capensis for some reason, that was and they were influencing the lead the world rulers, a, a race of of hybrid humans that live underground. Why is it always some alien race involved? And yet when we go to the scriptures, Mm -hmm. we have alien races involved right from the beginning. Oh, okay, but let me ask you this, Peter. I understand that it raises a lot of great questions. My question is, how come there is no concrete evidence to substantiate any of these very miraculous and very controversial claims about the existence of aliens? 
because you know Obama was on uh, was on Jimmy Kimmel's show yeah. uh, last week. We I guess about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to see if I can find this real quick because I, I want to quote it. Uh, but Jimmy Kimmel asked Obama about aliens. You know what, what's the big deal? Yeah. Uh, and o- Obama made a very interesting statement. Uh, about these aliens. I'm trying to find it. But he said, basically, uh, we're under control of the aliens and they don't want us to tell anybody. Do you think he could have just been been giving the answer that so many politicians are saying so sarcastically because they find it so stupid? I don't know. Ronald Reagan stood up before the General Assembly of the United Nations. Yeah, but Ronald Reagan also did a movie with a monkey. (laughs) That's true. And, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I liked about Ronald Reagan. Nancy. He was an actor. Yeah, exactly. And there was an actor in the White House. There was no deception. Everybody knew there was an actor in the White House. Well, what what did you have with Bill Clinton? You know, <laughs> uh, he had a jerk in the White House, and, and I don't even want to comment on the current administration. Well, I, I, let me ask, let me ask you this: you're, you're a very honest and straightforward person, and and I really appreciate that in you. I really do, Peter. Hillary Clinton. Coming, uh, you know, announcing that she's going to be running for president. She wants to be the first lady president of the United States. She gets into office. You've got Bill Clinton, a former president of the United States. Do you think Hillary would open up the ET question and be honest with the with the um, with the public? You're actually the second person to ask me that today. Believe it or not, you you really are. Uh, and my first, my response was, Hillary's a tool. She'll do what she's told to do. Uh, here's an interesting thing. About a year ago, I watched a documentary on Air Force One. Mm-hmm. It was actually four, four Air Force Ones. And, and through this whole documentary, they got to the point of, you know, where they got to get the president off the ground. And they say that the president carries two suitcases. One's got all of the missile launch codes in, and the other one is so top secret we can't even talk about it. Hmm. About three months ago, there was an article in Russia Today, and the for- I forget the, the former president of Russia's name, one in between Putin, <laughs> Gor- <laughs> the one before and after. Gorbachev? Uh, uh, I forget, but he said that the two suitcases that they carry are the, the nuclear launch codes and alien contacts on Earth. Now, now why, now why I, would they have to carry a suitcase with that information? I have no clue, Rob. I really don't have any clue. Now, unless they're talking about them, unless they're talking about the Mexican aliens. I don't know. Now, good taco restaurants. When shortly after my 18th birthday, mm-hmm. I had alien contact. Okay. And, and if I had to blame it on any of them, I would have to blame it on Homo Capensis because I was never taken to a spaceship. I was taken underground. We were underground somewhere, and all of these. People, they were very human looking. We all had to wear monk's robes. Even when I was among them, we had to wear like what was looked like a monk's robe with very futuristic material, beautiful material. But it, and it was always hoods up. So mm-hmm. you, I couldn't see the size of their heads. Do they have elongated skulls? I don't know. But here's the thing. They told me they were going to kill me. Strange for aliens to say something like that. Uh, since my 18th birth, birthday, I should have been dead 16 times. I can document most of them. One interesting one was uh, 20, a little over 20 years ago, I was in Westchester County Hospital in New York in a coma. Wow. That would have put me into Delta. 
And while I was in Delta, an entity came to me and said, come with me. The next thing I knew, I was watching, I was above the room where my son was being born. I didn't know it was a son. It was my youngest child was being born at the time. I got to see it in real time. After the baby was born, I was back in my body in the hospital. I remember feeling very content. Was this, ju- how- could this have just been an out-of-body experience? Well, of course it was out of body. My body was in Westchester County. You know, so but many other the people. The baby was born 75 miles away. Yeah, but so many other, so many people, Peter, have reported the same type of thing, where well, he, they've been able to have an out-of-body experience and and teleport and give give those people who are doubters specific information that can't be can't be denied. Imagine so, if we had perfect DNA. Imagine if we had the DNA that was given to Adam and then cloned into Eve. Imagine what we could do with perfect DNA. Then why don't we? Ah, we will. That's the whole point in this time period that we're living in. I talked about the the prophecies earlier that, Mm -hmm. you know, we see around us. Okay, granted, earthquakes have gone up about 500% over the last 100 years. They've actually swelled to, last time I checked, it was over 700% since uh, 1998. And now they come in swarms. Uh, About two years ago, uh, China had an earthquake measured 7.2 on the Richter. Not a big deal except they couldn't get to the people. Why? Because it wasn't just one earthquake. They recorded over 4,200 earthquakes in a week. The ground never stopped moving. They couldn't get into the people to rescue, to do any rescue work. How do you get 4,000 earthquakes in a week in one spot? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, that's a fact, Rob. Look it up. It's a fact. It was, was, I think it was April, it was the first week in April. I think it was two years ago. That, that, it, that it actually happened. It started off as a 7.2. What in the world caused it? A lot of people blamed it on harp. Mm-hmm. I don't know. but So let, let's scrap that. We, we've got all the wars and everything. Sure. Let's go to something more, more, a little bit more intricate. Revelation, the eighth chapter, is fantastic. It, it talks about these trumpet blasts, these mm-hmm. announcements. The first one is a desification of planet Earth. We see the earth drying up. Look what's happening in California. And, and every desert around the planet is expanding. I love the next one, Revelation 8, 8 and 9. It says, and John writes, I saw something like a burning mountain being thrown into the sea. And a third of the sea became as a bl- the blood of a dead man. And a third of the souls in the sea died. And a third of the boats were wrecked. What John didn't tell us is that BP and Halliburton got blamed for it. And that, because that's exactly what we saw during the Gulf oil disaster. This thing that looked like a burning mountain going into the sea. And we saw or, these or, oil slicks like blood clots. Or were they talking about a volcano at that time? I don't know. With, a, with but, the lava going into the ocean. Lava is bl- red. Yeah. But so what do we, it's easy, what? It's easy t- for us to, to take things that have happened in the past and find something that we can... These attributed in to. the past. These were things that were foretold to happen in the future, but which just recently happened. It just let, recent- let, 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 let me continue. All right, Did we've got to take our final me? break, Peter. I hate to do okay. this to your friend. We're That's on a okay. good roll we'll, here. We'll come back because the next one you'll love. All right, Exonation. Peter Kling is my guest this hour. www.peterkling.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this final break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center 
in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. You can always send me an email, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. And don't forget, you can, you can actually go to xzonetv.com and watch the first six episodes of the Exxon TV show. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. What if someone told you you could live to be 120? Would you believe him? What if he told you the Bible guaranteed it? All you needed to do was follow his rules and buy his products. Would you do it? What if you invested 20 years of your life in him? What if he tested his substances on your child? What if your child became brain damaged as a result? Meet Dr. Tyler Belknap, a fast-talking Texas admin turned health guru. At the helm of a vast health food and supplement empire, he has established himself as the authority on nutrition and longevity. But what his followers don't know is that his products are laced with bizarre psychoactive substances from genetically modified plants developed in his very own secret lab. No wonder his customers can't stop using them. Tyler Belknap will stop at nothing to keep his edge in the market, even if it means experimenting on children. Chasing 120, a story of food, faith, fraud, and the pursuit of longevity, a novel from the pen of political cartoonist Monty Wolverton, is an easy and entertaining read full of rich characters and intrigue. It hits home in a world filled with all kind of hucksterism and offers a glimpse of what can happen when GMO technology falls into the wrong hands. Chasing 120 by Monty Wolverton. Get your copy today at www.ptm.org forward slash 120 or on Amazon.com. Hitcock is an expert in exorcisms, psychic warfare, soul healing, angelology, soul retrieval, demonology, energy healing, long-distance healing, astral healing, and much more. Nita is an interfaith minister because she believes all gods and goddesses are valid and that they are part of one divine force that is incomprehensible to us who are incarnated upon this earth. Nita has been doing astral healing, distant healing, spirit release, exorcism, house cleansing and blessings, soul restoring and revival, psychic vampire removal and curse removal, and much more for over 40 years. For more information or to contact Nita Hickok, visit her website at www.astralhealer.com. That's www.astralhealer.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. 
For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back, everyone. Peter Kling is my special guest, and Peter's going to be coming back next Monday night at the same time because we still have so much to cover. Uh, as I was telling you on the break, Peter, thank you so much for coming on. It's always great talking to you. Time flies so fast. Uh, but you know what? You were telling me that there's actually a mathematician who said that our 24-hour day is now equivalent to a 16-hour day, and that answers a lot of questions. Yeah, it's like you turn around and it's like, wait a minute, how'd the clock just jump ahead? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and and yeah, it's it's strange. Now, oddly enough, that there was a uh, a few years back, I believe it was on the side of Mount Etna, one of the volcanoes, Mount Etna or, or Vesuvius, over in uh, in uh, Italy, where everybody from this one town wound up going to work 15 minutes early. All of their clocks somehow gained. 15 minutes That's, overnight. That is strange. Yeah. And wow. how do you explain that? I can't. It's as if they went as if there was a, a temporal time warp. Yeah. Was it caused by the volcano or some, somehow? I, I don't know. It, it, I don't have an explanation for it, but it's documented. Just imagine it, that. All the clocks, all their watches, yeah. everything. Bang. Yeah. So, so what happened? <laughs> wow. Now, here's the thing. We were talking about the, these prophecies in Revelation yes. 8. You, you get to, to uh, Revelation 8, 10, and 11, mm -hmm. and it says, A star falls from heaven, and it lands upon uh, the earth, and it poisons the uh, fountains and the, and the rivers and the streams. That What we normally have is drinking water. Mm -hmm. And then it calls this star wormwood. Now, a lot of people believe that this is a, a, a future event where a, a meteor is going to hit yeah. the Earth and destroy it. The, well, they also call Planet X Wormwood, right? Yeah, and, and I, I want to point something out here. Do you know how to say Wormwood in Russian? No, I don't. It's Chernobyl. And you know what's 30,000 times worse than Chernobyl? Fukushima. And you know what has poisoned a third of the waters in the, in the Northern Hemisphere, and they know by, by, this, by the nuclear signature? Fukushima, a star which falls from heaven. Let's see, a star, is that a nuclear reactor? Could be. A nuclear reaction? Mm -hmm. And this is a man-made event. You go to the, to, to the next one in Revelation 8, the, 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 the next trumpet blast, and it says that a third of the sun, a third of the stars, and a third of the moon did not give its light. What mm -hmm. would stop it for a third of the sun from not hitting, hitting the ground of Earth? Can you say chemtrails, which block 28% of the sun's rays? Yeah. Interesting. And then it says, whoa, 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 for the next three trumpet blasts. And you read Revelation 9, and it can only be an alien invasion. Some chimera that, well, that's the is, size is, of a horse lands on it, like comes out. Is, is it possible, then, uh, just, let, just let me throw this out to you, Peter. Is it possible that Christ himself was an alien, and the second coming of Christ is tied with this alien invasion or the return of the aliens what a great question what a great question uh let's see it was an interdimensional by the name of gabriel who shows up to a young jewish woman yeah. and says guess what you're pregnant yeah uh i had a if i told you this person's name you would know them they're very popular uh, 
they're, they're known throughout the Peter. The I've got I've got a minute, so we're going to have to get okay. to it fast. To, to answer your question, yes. Uh, where did you? Where could you possibly get perfect DNA on planet Earth? And if Jesus had to have perfect DNA, what did he talk about? He talked about a future kingdom. That's right. He and he and he has the title of King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and it says that he's coming back with the armies of heaven in Revelation the nineteenth. All right, chapter. Peter, we're going to have a bit of a cliffhanger here for a week because you're coming back, hopefully. I hope not with a not with a an army from heaven because that would be really bad at this time. But you're coming back next Monday night, same time. And uh, Peter, thank you so much for sharing with us, and I look forward to next Monday night, my friend. Love and blessings to all. Thank you for having me. Take Rob. care, Peter. Exo Nation. Peter Kling has been our special guest. He'll be back with me next Monday night. His website is www.peterkling.com. Com. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away now. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.